Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Where did this ferocious determination out there today come from? The media. Everyone of Mordasov. This is Paper Talk, the Irish Examiner GAA podcast. Hello there and welcome to Paper Talk, the Irish Examiner's GA Championship podcast. Well, it's an all East Cork pairing in Sunday's Senior Hurling Championship final as champions Immachilly face Middleton in Porky Cueve at 4pm. Before we discuss the game with Trace O'Callaghan in a few moments, we'll first hear from Immachilly's Seamus Harnady and Middleton's Luke O'Farrell for their thoughts on the decider. And this is the second ever time McKilly are facing a, an East Cork uh, side in the final. Looking at that Middleton side, there's a lot of players that you would know very well from being in college and school with them and playing hearty cups with them down through the years. Yeah, I, I know a lot of them particular very well. You know, they're they're players that I respect very well, good friends of mine, and um, they're a very passionate club as well. You know, hurling means an awful lot to them and, and and the local community as well. So look, we're under no illusions. Where if we don't bring 100 percent our A game, we will be under pressure. But look. Um, we can only focus on ourselves, I suppose. Um, unfortunately, when you cross the white lines on any given Sunday, uh, friendships go out the window for 60, 65 minutes, 70 minutes, or however however long they go on for. But I'm sure whatever the result is in the day, we'll shake hands at the end. And, you know, as I said, a team I greatly respect. Uh, look, of our captain of the Middleton Senior Hurling team, uh, you're, I don't know whether it'll be banter leading into it now or not, but, um, like, you know a lot of the lads anyway on the team. Yeah, absolutely, sure. I mean know a load of the lads and we know they have a lot of Cork representatives and all different ages um, they have serious players everywhere completely aware of it um, and you know I just we're completely aware as well that it's going to be a massive challenge and we just have to prepare the best we can for it Is it hard to keep the, the head down and focus on the county final especially when a lot of the lads on the team it's going to be their first one and that, you know you have to enjoy it some bit as well there's focus on it Yeah completely I remember hearing that before, I don't know, was it from Henry Shefflin or something like that, that he said, you know, you have to remember to enjoy it because it'll all just slip you by and if you're too pent up about it, you'll forget to, to play altogether. But definitely, as I said, um, there is a, a good share of fellas here who have played in one before at the moment. It doesn't feel any different to any of the last games, really. It's, you know, we're just breaking it down, maybe training session by training session and just trying to focus on I suppose the business end of it what way we can go about giving our best performance on the day and that's that's all that's entered our mind so far Trey's first question I have to ask you is these two teams would you have seen them as being there or thereabouts at the start of the season well certainly McKilly um, column you know because they're going for back to back titles um, they were very strong last year and I suppose the fact that they have so many clubs to pick from yes and when you looked at the structure of the championship, um, there was the division and colleges section first for them, and they sailed through that. Um, you know, they had two games. Uh, I think they put away five goals and double-digit points in both matches. So certainly, Emo Kelly. Look, Middleton have always been there or thereabouts. Um, they haven't been able to get through the penultimate rounds in the last few years. But this year, when you saw them, when they beat Lynn Rovers, I think people started to take notice, you know. But there were narrow wins for them, one point, a uh, very close game with Newton Chandram as well. Um, but certainly, yes, I think as the season uh, grew, uh, Middleton, you know, grew into the championship as well. 
Okay, where do you stand on this entire debate about divisional sides competing in the Cork County Championship? Um, yeah, it, it is it is a question that's very much out there and you'll be hearing it again on Sunday. I suppose I have two views on it. Um, they're entitled to play in the Championship. They're invited in to play in the Championship. That's number one. Um, it takes a hell of an effort to organise um, a divisional team when you look at all the clubs that are involved and you have to hand it to their manager, Immokili manager Fergal Condon in the job that he has done, not alone in last year uh, right throughout the season but this year as well, I mean he's matched everything he did last year, he has done again this year um, and you know from that point of view I think you know we're very we're very quick to criticize them because of the pick but i think you know in fact that we should be praising them for the effort that goes into it and the way he has gelled a divisional team together and to play like a club the other divisions can't do it mm. I think, uh, yeah i think that's a fact that's often overlooked when a, a divisional team is successful people jump on yes. the fact that they are such a a strong powerhouse but if you look throughout the country divisional teams it takes a hell of an effort for them as you said to gel as a club team not alone have you the fact that you have so many different clubs but even the geographics of it trying to get all those fellas together for for a single training session given their own club commitments yes and up to last weekend you had father O'Neill's involved in the premier intermediate hurling championship um you know so those players had to be allowed rest and you know they have to always be in discussion with the management teams of all the clubs involved, mm. junior, intermediate and premier intermediate, I can only imagine how much time uh, that it takes even to organise that, you know, on its own. Now, I suppose one thing that we should mention as well too, and has been mentioned in a lot of the interviews, is the amount of work that has been done at the grassroots level with uh, coaches over the last 20 years. Like, again, people talk about the strength of the divisional side, but it's nearly 20 years since Emma Kelly were county champions. It is, yeah. It was in the 90s, I think, was it? And they did back-to-back titles there. But I suppose, you know, your original question, Colin, was about hurling in East Cork. Only last Monday night, we saw Middleton win the minor Premier 1 hurling championship, and they won it in great fashion. They beat a very good Blarney team. So hurling within the whole area, it seems to, they all seem to be helping each other along. Like, the two teams on Sunday now, they all have gone to school together. They've all played with each other and they've played against each other. It's it's an absolutely fascinating mm. situation. So hurling in the area, the GDAs, the work that's been done within the schools and obviously the work that's been done within the clubs when you look at the minor championship on Monday night, it's just the work that's been done in East Cork alone um, you know, is, is what's bringing all these players along. One factor we better mention as well is whatever the result on Sunday afternoon Middleton will be representing mm-hmm. Cork in the Munster Club Championship. Last year, Black Rock, the beaten finalists, mm-hmm. went on, represented. Didn't end that well for them. Is that a concern for you, Trace? It is because I think, um, I feel for the team, I felt for Black Rock last year. Um, you know, if you recall, it was a one-point game coming to the end of that match and Emil Killy got a late goal. They won by four or five points in the end. Black Rock had to go out uh, very quickly after that. They had to go to all places of Napiershik in Limerick. Uh, they faced them in the first round of the Munster Club mm-hmm. Championship. They were hammered when they went down there. And, you know, you just feel for the teams that how difficult it is for them. You put everything into a county final and then you go on and represent your county as you're not the champions 
and you have to go out and you still have to represent your county, you know, with that pride. Uh, how difficult it is for them to build themselves up again um, against a team that has won a county championship. We'll say in the Pearshik last year, you know, was the, was the situation. And of course, it's Bally Gunner this year yes. after winning a five in a row. And yes. You get the feeling down there that it's one thing having a five in a row and dominating Watford, but they now want to move on to push on yeah. and, and uh, aim, for, aim for provincial. And of course, very close to East Cork as well. So, you know. Added spice to the mix. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, uh, one man we better mention for Middleton, Conor Lahan. What an outstanding player mm-hmm. he is. But question marks over his fitness for the weekend? Yes, and you know, it's a shame because I'm a big fan of Conor Lehan. I think he is such a talent. And it would be great to see him in full fitness on Sunday. It would be great for Middleton. It would be great for Emma Killy. You know, they want to play the best players, play against them. And for the people who turn up to watch him. Um, if you recall, when Middleton last won the county championship, senior championship in 2013, Conor scored 210 out of 215. And I think 2-7 of that was from play. So that quality alone, you know, it speaks for itself. He limped off against UCC in the dying moments of that game uh, at a time when the outcome was in the melting pot. Now, he wouldn't have come off at that stage unless he was badly injured. And I know he's been nursing the injury all along. He hasn't been training since. It's an ankle injury, is it? It's an ankle injury. It is. He will play a column. He will play. But you always feel for a player like that going into a county final. You want to be looking forward to it. You don't want that in the back of your head. And certainly Middleton don't want to be worrying about him as well. Who are the other men that will pick up the slack if he's not 100% fit? Yeah, I mean, the great thing about Middleton now in this whole East Cork um, derby game is that they won't fear him or kill him at all because they know each other so well. Now, Middleton lost some players last year, some experienced players, but they also have some very young talent coming in um, this year. And, you know, they're putting the pressure on, we won't say the older players, but certainly the more experienced players. Tommy O'Connell has come in there. He was playing with the minors the other night. Um, Cormac Bruce saying just to mention a few but as well I think one player that they'll be looking to on Sunday is their captain Luke O'Farrell he's playing outstanding uh, obviously enjoying his role as captain this year and I think he's a player you know that has been leading him all year and they'll be looking for him to do the same on Sunday We mentioned the win for Middleton what five years ago were you surprised that they didn't build on that victory? Oh, look, the championship, senior championship is very hard, very hard to win. I mean, when you look at this year's championship, like so many games were decided by one-point victories. You know, it goes, goes to show how close all the teams are. It, it's it's difficult. Um, UCC beat Middleton last year. There was a lot of um, talk about that particular game because it was a star-studded UCC team. And I suppose the, the, the question, like you were asking earlier about Emo Killy, UCC wouldn't always have the same starting 15, but on that particular occasion, they were extremely strong and, and they beat they beat Middleton. So look, they've been building towards it. I suppose I was also looking at the backroom team with Middleton. You know, they are all former hurlers, like so Shawnee O'Brien, Jarf Fitzgerald, um, Smith is in there. You know, they've, they've all been involved. They've been there in 2013. And I think with the injection of the younger players this year, it's just happening for them now. We mentioned one Cork star in Conor Lehan for Middleton. We better mention another one for Emma Killy, Seamus Harnady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's their captain again this year. And I think um, anybody who was following 
car curling this year. So the impact that uh, Seamus Hardy, you know, had on that team, he's nearly always guaranteed to get a goal. And, you know, even when the game is going against him, he's the one player that will rise. He was outstanding against UCC in the semi-final. He's been outstanding all year with Cork as well. He's a player that, you know, that Middleton will certainly have to mark. But then again, you're looking at the Emo Killy forward line and there's a richness of talent there. You have Paddy O'Sullivan, you have Brian Lawton, you have Barry Lawton, who may even start. You know, he's been coming into the mm. team. He's been scoring regularly. Um so, I mean, where do you start? But certainly Seamus Hardney is a player that um, Emo Kelly, he's, he's really pushing them along this year. And he's, he, as captain, I think, you know, he's a standout player for them. The bookmakers have Emo Kelly as favourites. Do you go along with that? Um, you'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to with the, with, with the, with the players. I mean, when you look at their team sheet, um, I was at their first game this year and I was talking to Fergal Condon afterwards and he told me they had eight changes from last year in the first round of the championship this year. Now, some of them were enforced, injuries, players absent, players coming back. I'd say they'll have about six on Sunday and those six players will be in the bench. I mean, you have the likes of John Melrick, who was man of the match last year, will be on, should be on the bench if they're naming the same team. Mm -hmm. Dickie Dalton can get his place. You know, like any team would love to have these on their starting 15. So, yeah, rightly so, Emo um, Kelly are favourites. But I have a feeling like that there's, there's Middleton are the one team that will put it up to Emo Kelly. OK, you've been watching County Championships in Cork for the last couple of years. How, how did the 2018 edition go fair in comparison to previous years in the state of club hurling in Cork? Um, yes, I think, as I said, you know, at the outside, a lot of the matches were very close. Um, a lot more decided by, you know, just puck a ball at, at the end of the, of the games. Um, yes, certainly the Cork players um, within the club teams would have stood out in all those matches. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of clubs will be down there on Sunday and they'll be very sad to be looking on and not to be in there. You you always want to be in the October showdown. It's it's where you want to be with clubs. But you look in Munster, you know, with Cork and all the other counties this year, there was nothing at all between them. Um, so yes, certainly I'd say the state of hurling it's it's there thereabouts. Cocker, no no further behind any other team. How do you think the new championship structures have bedded in in terms of playing your couple of games in April, then the huge jump to what the middle end of September to where we are now? That would be the one problem I think that all managers have referred to. You know, when they did play their second or third rounds, was the gap in trying to manage it. Um, it was almost six months, so it is something that will have to be tweaked. Maybe start the championship properly, you know, when the inter-county scene, especially maybe that's what you would be looking at. But I think management teams are finding it very difficult to go out, train and prepare for one match and then not to have to play again for another five or six months. And I think from a player's point of view, it's not satisfactory either because they don't know what's happening and if there's drawn matches or whatever that can change again so um no i don't th i don't think the format is working i, I do think they try to change and you, you know you, you don't know until you try something how it's going to work out but from listening to to managers i think they would like to start the championship proper um in the middle of the summer rather than just playing one match and waiting five or six months for the next one and our thanks to Tracer Callan for joining us in Irish Examiner Studios for a look ahead to the Senior Hurling Championship final. Thanks also to our friends in Red FM for the audio interviews with Seamus Harnady and with Luke O'Farrell. And that's it for this edition of Paper Talk, the Irish Examiner's GA Championship podcast. Our thanks to all our guests for joining us in studio and on the phone and also to Larry Ryan, our producer. 
as always for his hard work don't forget you can download the podcast on itunes on soundcloud and on irishexaminer.com forward slash paper talk we're back again on monday looking back on a hectic weekend of county championship action right across the country hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 